I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey, 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 leavers and believers. Welcome to Leaving Hillsong. My name's Tanya, and last night I had a beautiful podcast ready for everyone. And then right at the last minute, like the hand slipped, and the software was like, do you want to not recover the files? And anyway, the file completely disappeared. So 
I have this kind of like neuropathy thing in my hands where I can't feel them and there's tingling and stuff and I've got to get the results of the scan but there's too much to do so I got up and I edited uh, the first part here of the Hillsong Starter Pack with Grace. It is the second episode of Trials and Tribulations and we run over a few court matters around the place, quite a few things, and then uh, moving on to some other thoughts. Now, I have to be in court in an hour, so this is not exactly the intro that I wanted and there won't be a any ending um just please stay tuned and i will edit this as soon as i can and get it to you because it's a fantastic fantastic pod we talked about so much and once grace gets talking man she she was on fire so was a little bit devastating yesterday but here we are today we start all over again have a beautiful day i know there's a lot of stress out there for everybody with this trial starting today so let's all keep that kindness thing to ourselves up. I'll be doing trial updates as best I can through Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. I'm just send us all your good thoughts. Have a beautiful day and part two and maybe part three, depending, will be out soon. Talk soon. Bye. Hey, Grace. Hey. What's going what on? A, what a surprise it is today to find you a fantastic surprise. <laughs> I, I love hanging out with you. That's the best. Um, and just, just so the listeners know, we actually talk quite a lot. <laughs> and uh, we, we get to this point where we, we're having chats on the phone and then we realise we should have been um, recording. Recording it. Don't we? All the time. All the time. We're starting to sound like him and Chloe. Maybe we should stop. It's a beautiful sunny day where I am. And yet, got a World Cup fever at the moment too. So you know, insomnia is well set in. But you like you do sport voluntarily, like without being made by some like teacher or something, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I'm one of those weird ones. Well, you live an incredibly busy life, so I really, really do appreciate you taking the time out. <laughs> so much going on. So the yeah. trial of brian charles houston was supposed to commence yesterday friday the second but for whatever reasons has been delayed until monday the fifth why would they do such a short like you know postpone usually they postpone at least a couple of weeks oh uh, do you reckon yeah. they've got a deadline oh no this is it so that's that list of uh court dates that we looked at before so he's he's booked in for a, a number of days who knows maybe a lawyer got sick or something but monday morning's the go now in it our, is a bit uh, weird to start the thing on a friday though. yeah that was always a strange move uh, this little section of um court uh, court podcast is called trials and tribulations and last week we talked about just various court processes and stuff and i got some feedback from a former lawyer who's only taken a break uh, to do some research called Nick. And Nick wrote in with just a few additions. I was uh, yeah. obviously um, quite nervous because neither of us were lawyers, but we just wanted to talk about process. But, you know, a little bit stumbling in the dark. But Nick said, hi, Tanya. I listened to the latest episode of the podcast. There were a few things that struck me as a former solicitor. Firstly, in criminal court cases, the prosecution is referred to as the Crown because they are prosecuting on behalf of the government. 
Governor of New South Wales in this case, and using investigations by the New South Wales Police, taxpayer funded. The government pays for the prosecution, and since the monarch is the symbolic head of the government, the prosecution represents the Crown. The judiciary, the judges and the courts are the independent third arm of government in our political system. And then because we had talked about the laws for concealing child abuse changed between the Royal Commission in 2014 and now, but we, you know, we weren't sure if they're going to be applied retrospectively because there are now heavier penalties for the offence, significantly heavier penalties. Previously, it had been a misdemeanor, it had been a foul language, jaywalking level of offence, and now it carries a, <clears throat> max, a maximum incarceration of five years and seven years if there was a benefit attached. Yeah, so, wow. yeah, it's, it's um, much more significant. So, and by benefit, that is, you know, a monetary benefit or a promotion or who knows if you, you know, alluding to to conceal. Uh, Nick says, secondly, Houston has to be charged under the law as it stood at the time the alleged crime was committed. Changes to criminal law legislation are never retrospectively applied. Courts have struck down any criminal laws that attempt to act retrospectively because it is unfair. So that settles that. The question of why BCH has been charged now or, you know, at what point? So Nick says, I'm not sure what changed. Ultimately, decisions on what cases that get prosecuted are made by the DPP, the Office of the Director of Public Prosecution. There are a range of reasons why they decide to prosecute cases. I suspect the evidence from the Royal Commission meant they had a better idea of the available evidence. The fact that the commissioners decided to refer the case to the DPP and New South Wales Police could have also carried weight. The commissioners were senior former judges and highly respected in the legal profession, so their opinions are hard to dismiss. It is not easy to prove a criminal case beyond reasonable doubt. They have to have evidence to prove the elements of the offence. We will probably never know why they decided to charge Houston when they did. So that's a little bit clearer. And just to finish, thirdly, just to kind of round that up, barristers wear wigs because we talked about this last week. Why are these people, right? So we were talking last week about why the Australian system, these people walk around in wigs and gowns and what the hell's going on there. Barristers wear wigs and gowns in courts. They are specialists in court advocacy and mostly work on cases in the higher courts. Solicitors handle taking instructions from the client, telling the client what their choices are and likely legal consequences of those choices and explaining to the client what happened in court. It is solicitors who first speak to the client, find out all the relevant information, gather the evidence from the client and then tell the barrister the important stuff they need to know to conduct the trial. Solicitors will know the case much better than the barristers because the barristers only join the case just before trial. Solicitors can act as advocates in local court cases and some district court cases. Usually solicitors act in cases that are not complex. Whether a barrister wears a wig and robes depends on the policy of the particular court they're appearing in. The Supreme Court requires them to, re to wear wigs and robes in the district court for criminal cases, barristers won't wear wigs if the judge comes onto the bench without a wig. See? All kinds of 
reasons and stuff. Barristers are not to wear wigs and robes in local courts under the rules of local courts. The New South Wales yep. Bar Association website has a page on all the policies. So after all that, we probably won't see any wigs coming out of the case. So that's a bit of a legal update. The other question that everyone's been wondering is why there is three weeks being, you know, there's been three weeks set aside for this trial, which is a, a pretty long time. Is there going to be a jury? No, it's judge only. But and that because it's local. Possibly. Are you sure it's local? Where is it? Hang on, let's look at that. What court are you guys attending? It's at the Sydney Downing Centre local court. Yeah, well, so right Downing Centre in Sydney, right smack bang on Elizabeth Street, opposite Hyde Park. Interesting. Maybe they're just um, connecting it to the city campus then. Yeah, but why wouldn't it be at Blacktown? Oh, yeah. The Hills don't have a local court. And I believe it was Castle Hill Police that have been investigating. Yeah, but we we don't have a court out there. Do you have a Hornsby one there? Yeah, there's there'd have to be a, a series of local courts. Because I mean, that's the same yeah, as the you Hills know, district like... has been so behind. The Hills district has been so underserviced. Like we don't really have a proper hospital either. Usually, people are tried like in the location of where the offence took place. Hey, so always, always, yeah. So it's just interesting that's that city Downing. Anyway, either way, there's going to be a lot of media attention attached to it. I'm quite jealous that I'm not downtown on Monday or any day, really. The the courts were full of a bit more of Hillsong as well this week. Our Queen of Hillsong filed a response in the Federal Court of Australia and um, we happen to have the notice of filing from the 25th on the 25th of November. The applicant is um, the Queen, Natalie Moses, and Hillsong City Care and others, other respondents. So but it this- says here as well, the file was on behalf of Natalie Moses, prepared by these two people as part of, uh, he, so she got Morris Blackburn lawyers involved. Yeah, little Joshy Bornstein. So this is... I believe, so it says here, reply to the second respondent's defence. So this is the Queen responding to our Queen of leaving Hillsong, responding to um, Hillsong's accusations. Now, I, you know, I don't have all the paperwork from this entire case, but... So it's a fair work one. Yeah, wait up. So this is, so what happens is this, this gets filed in the Fair Work Commission and then... You know, the process seems to be straight to federal court, although I believe the parties are due for mediation. So this is a response. So they've accused her of being the media leak and they're saying that, right, anyone could have been that media leak. It's so interesting. Mm. Mm. This reply is filed in relation of the events filed by a second respondent dated 21st of October 2022. The extent to the extent that a matter set out in the defence is not pleaded to, the applicant relies on a range of federal court rules. As to paragraph eighty nine, the applicant says, on the twenty fifth of March, an article was published online. A Christian Post indicated a confidential report regarding Reed 
Bogard was leaked in or before February. After the publication, it looks like Hillsong Global Group took a comprehensive system-wide investigation of IT systems to find the source of the leak. There was no real source found. There was no really basis for a person to be, you know, ex- you know, explained for. The leak of the Reed Bogart report occurred prior to the applicant having any access to certain things. That's interesting. At the time of the investigation, the applicant had complained already that she was unhappy in her role after the leak occurred. Yeah, so but then they, it gets interesting. Yeah, yeah. So they had they had accused Queen Natalie Moses of being a media leak and these papers essentially say she did not have access during the time that they accused her of being yeah. a media leak. Yeah, and then in or around May 2022, employees of the Hillsong Global Corporate Group's Australian entities were asked to complete an anonymous staff survey. In that survey, a significant number of employers indicated that they were not proud to work at Hillsong Church. B, they did not receive appropriate recognition when they do good work. Three, C, Hillsong Church does not actively contribute to their professional development. D, their immediate leader is not a great role model for staff. And E, they felt their immediate leader does not care for them personally. They also were asked to complete an anonymous leadership survey about their managers. And to complete the anonymous leadership survey, numerous employees were sent to the same link to a survey in which the employee could see from a drop-down menu the manager they wished to review. Any of those numerous employees were capable of leaving a negative review for pretty much any manager on the drop-down list. That's very interesting. In essence. But then it says about how her job... With her role, she was required to access certain SharePoint inboxes and stuff, and she regularly accessed and reviewed large folders mm. and files. But on in June, it says that the applicant downloaded documents for the purposes of making a whistle, whistleblower disclosure. Which would be entirely within her rights to do. 100%. It's, it, it's just funny. It reminds me as well of this kerfuffle as it were about who runs the accountability page as if it's one single person they're trying to do the same thing here you know it's one person that's like trying to is leaking information well let me tell you it ain't one person oh there's a lot of people talking so yeah that was another court court moment Court um, happening, and um, I believe mediations in the next couple of weeks. So we don't know what the outcome will be there. I'm not sure. It's all happening very swiftly. What's you? What do you hear back from the masses, from the people in out standing on the fence? Oh, people. Well, what I sense is people are tired of it. You know, it's been looming. It's the word word of the day for Brian. Mm. I think people just honestly getting on with life. I think the people that it really affects is really everyone who's still at church and who's contemplating what side of the fence they're going to sit on in terms of Brian. I mean, but you really got to care a lot about this system and this systemic capitalism of churches and, you know, implication of abuse and institutional abuse. I mean, I don't know. It's it for people who are advocates and who work in these spaces and who really care about 
you know, promoting safety and good practice with, you know, with legislative requirements of, of organisations that work with kids, work with people in general, you know, who, who do claim the whole tax benefit thing, tax exemption, you know, to, to do the good work of the Lord and feed the poor and, you know, house the homeless. Like, I think if you really do care and are passionate about this kind of side of society, then you're going to listen in. But, I mean, this is personal to Brian, this case, and he's out of hills. So, I mean, as far as Hillsong goes, they probably don't give to to flying us anymore. Like, they, I, I just... Well, they're tr- I mean, they've separated themselves and they've gone another they've gone another direction. They're, yeah. They're keeping and calm and um, carrying on, you know, like... You know, there was a prayer last weekend which I will play some of. I didn't listen to the prayer, but I want to listen to it. Should I play it? Do you yeah, 100%. Well, it goes for three minutes or something. As a church, uh, and that is uh, to, to pray and uh, pray specifically for our founding pastors, uh, Brian and Bobby, uh, because this week uh, Pastor Brian is facing a court case that I think many uh, would be aware of, and uh, that is due to run for three weeks. And we just thought it's important that we across all our locations pray for them, uh, pray for the family, uh, pray that God is with them through this because it's a really tough thing. And uh, so I'd like us to stand and I'm going to invite Robert to come and join me and to pray and for us all uh, wherever we are at our locations. Let's really pray and uh, lift Brian. Now, I honestly would suggest for people that, you know, this is about to be quite emotional or possibly distressing for people, I recommend listening to it with someone else. It's it's pretty full on. That was last Sunday, Phil Dooley there, and he's just about to hand over to Robert Ferguson. So what yep. do you think so far? Interesting. Oh, look, I think, in my opinion, that's Phil's agenda to do that and maybe he feels bad that he should be doing something like that. Well, I feel like he just feels obligated to do that. Listen to this. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 